Welcome to Mindful Space to Pause. Your host is Dee Lee. In our show, you'll experience what it means to take a break, get in tune with your true self, and be in the present. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mindful Space to Pause. My name is Dee Lee, and I'm your host today as we explore practicing presence with experiences. We can begin applying this immediately as we embark on this personal design assignment of ourselves. We, Dale Carnegie said, we are all dreaming of some magical rose garden over the horizon instead of enjoying the roses blooming outside our windows today. Do you find yourself thinking in your head most of the time? What happens to your thinking when you are immersed in a garden? What happens to your thinking when you are surrounded with quiet space? When you look around, you will notice things without think, thinking thoughts or words about them. You are constantly making choices where you are paying attention. So if you pay attention to your thoughts and your words, they will take over your focus. If you pay attention to what is happening around you as you are experiencing things, that will be the predominant focus. This can then obscure your thoughts and your words. With practice, you can balance the life in your head with the life experience in your present moment. Today, we're learning and exploring ways that um, to understand what experience is and what, how to make shifts into more being present. So, the passion behind our goals is really experience. And what are we really trying to accomplish? Are we uh, in balance? And what are we trying to experience? So if we take a look around our physical environment, um, is this an experience you like having in that, that observation? And Ro Eleanor Roosevelt said, the purpose of life is to live it, to taste experience to the utmost, to reach out eagerly and without fear for newer and richer experiences. Sometimes... Experiences are more meaning, meaningful than material things. And so when we think about the value swap of um, what is a better investment, if you have to make an investment of funds or uh, time, um, experiences uh, tend to turn out to be a better investment than buying stuff. And... Um, it does mean something different for everyone. There's different adjectives that um, explain what experience are. You know, some of them are understandable. Some of them are a little um, challenging. But, you know, they're um, broad experience, great experience. It's a language that people use sometimes just to say, I've, I've had a great experience. We don't know exactly what that means, but, you know, it's something that's supposedly po um, positive. And we also know that um, there's something in that experience process that charges that person up. We have different levels of experience, too. So, um, if we look at it from a first-person effect of an event, it's being involved with something or being exposed to something. 
And as we look this way too, sometimes we look at an experience that we're learning something. So it could be training or skills that are um, learned and then we apply that. So experience is a lot of different levels. Um, it can be philosophical. Um, we can. It depends upon if if a person has considerable experience in a specific field, then they can be classified more as an expert. And the concept is, you know, if someone's had work experience, you know, they are becoming more skilled in training, and that also has a different. Um, elements. So there um, are a lot of different aspects of what is making up experience. So the type of experience um, we refer to a lot of times have to do with there's mental experience, there's wisdom, and sometimes there are events or interpretations of different levels too. So um, over a period of time, someone may have a, a multiplicity of experiences, and um, there's physical experience, mental, emotional, spiritual, vicarious, and virtual experiences. So, from a physical experience, that's where uh, something occurs with an object or environment, and in a physical experience, it relates, relates to um, the mental as well. Uh, it involves intellect and consciousness as we are working with thought, perception, memory, emotion, imagination, and it's like a thought process. So mental experience and related physical um, experience are identified as part of our uh, physical um, area. And then we can also look at mental experience from a mathematical perspective, you know, as far as how different things are grouped and how they are worked with. Emotional experience is rationalizing um, how emotions work, such as when someone falls in love. How is that? That's a huge emotional experience for the most part. And um, there are different kinds of approaches to the process um, and different outcomes based upon individuals and societies. Uh, there's a religious experience and a spiritual experience. So mystics are part of the visions as a spiritual experience, but some of this also becomes um, from an altered state of consciousness. And um, there are different experiences based upon someone's sensory, um, you know, aspects, um, yoga, people practice different spiritual experiences and work with different things that are different states of consciousness. So there's a lot of growing up and socialization that happens in societies that um, have a um, outcome of an observation of social experience. So that's where, um, from a social perspective, individuals with different skills and habits participate in their society, and yet the society itself has had a shared system of customs and values, uh, traditions, social roles, language. And experience plays an important part in this society or socialization as that becomes, that is, the bigger picture, too. 
So people are expected to know what some of that, um, how that works. There are also virtual and simulation experiences where um, there are c computer simulations that uh, give a person uh, virtual experience in a virtual reality. Um, and that sometimes is something that is helpful to um, be able to experience something in that kind of state. But there's also a lot of video games and ways to have um, units of measure that are different qualifiers. Um, and they're um, going to have a different uh, virtual um, output as well. A lot of it is subjective so that um, when we have subjective experience, that's where um, it involves an individual state that has a bit of subjectivity and perception. So the person, when the one person uh, builds their own state of reality, but that's also based upon a environment. So there, there can be a lot of um, processes going on here, and a lot of situations that make it uh, unique to that person and uh, subjective to a lot of different variables that might not be totally known at one time. So when we look at the experience, they can say, okay, well, we've had a first-hand experience. And what this means is you had to be there uh, kind of experience. So you have like a um, situation that someone actually uh, was at an event and um, had a certain sub, you know, their sense perception and they were participating with something uh, that they, they were focused on. That's an experience. From a secondhand experience, it um, can offer a richer resource because it's, it's one that um, first is summarized from someone's first-hand experience, observation and experience. And then they can also add extra points of view. So it could be from a secondhand perspective, uh, you get the opportunity to learn from someone that was in a uh, situation themselves, but you also get the potential of having other people come forward with extra uh, viewpoints, and that gives you a broader sense of experience. Third-hand experience is more indirect and has to do more with rumor or um, uh, potentials where um, there's... Um, they they stray from uh, honoring of authority. It could be, you know, someone's opinion. And when we think about experience, we also say, what is the truly great experience? We also individually want to have our daily experiences having um, in totality for the day. We want to be able to end our day and say, well, we had a great daily experience. What was today and how did we blend with our different um, aspects. You know, some of them have more value and meaning. Um, how do we uh, approach some of these ourselves? Um, for the most part, we like to choose options and be able to say, okay, well, at the end of this event, you know, the, the focus that we um, were hoping for, actually, we could say the job got done or we were able to... Um, get something accomplished. And from that experience process, you know, it does have value. So truly great experiences 
um, the types of things we like to to share with people um, have a big significance in our lives. And so these are the different things that charge us up. We get excited about it. We get immersed in it. And um, sometimes, you know, something that we get excited about might be boring to somebody else. But the way we look at it and how it makes us feel, how we respond to it, um, it will become more memorable to ourselves because we're uh, char- feeling charged up and they create a lasting impact um, in our minds and in our experiences because we find that we have learned something possibly from them, um, but also we feel the, the uh, emotion attached to it as uh, a significant part that we want to share. And... Um, it can be engaging and entertaining ourselves as well. Um, the favorite uh, different things that we like to do, we like to have a, a rush sometime of endorphins, and it leaves us with a smile. So it becomes, you know, what is it we're really looking for? So truly great experiences, when we use the word great, we're saying, okay, we like that, that word, and we're really charged up about it. Um, we want to be engaged with it and have a, it satisfy all of our five senses, or all of our senses. We have more than five senses. So if we experience this and we add the value to it and we say, whoa, you know, this is going to be a, a good one to remember and relate to, um, then we feel like it was an accomplished uh, accomplishment. And uh, interesting, we've, we've had a lot of different his, historical events happening that, you know, it's basically human experiencing process. And when we look at it from the, the uh, historical perspective, some of it is quite interesting. And we don't know exactly how we want to tag it. Maybe we are looking at it from a second or third hand experience where others were just observing and looking at it from the, um, the value that someone else is presenting. But experience itself um, is something we can also learn from other people. So from a different view, it's interesting. Ralph Waldo Emerson uh, had an essay he published in 1844 called Experience. And um, it was really interesting because um, it was um, Emerson had a whole lot of different philosophy too. And so um, there are things that people write about that have to do with more of their own philosophy and, and sense of value. But it's, it's something where, as we look around, we're looking at all of these parts as suggestions and words and combination of words, where we're trying to understand um, in this process, you know, how to um, look at experiences. And Oliver Wendell Holmes said, a mind that is stretched by a new experience can never go back to its old dimensions. So when we take a look at that, that comment, um, when we uh, expose ourselves to new experience, um, some people don't know really how to do that, but um, this is part of us learning to feel comfortable out of the, 
the comfort zone sometimes. Um, we want to be able to look at the new experience as an observation, also as a um, moment of uh, educating ourselves, recharging ourselves, uh, looking for ways that we actually um, can learn. And um, what Buddha says is every experience, no matter how bad it seems, holds within it a blessing of some kind. And so, when we look at that from a higher perspective, we're, we're looking at it in the way of um, looking from a goal perspective to say what kind of blessing is in that experience. So, if you ask someone what is the purpose of life, you're going to have all kinds of different responses, and they're deeply subjective and personal. So, what we want to do, we want to uh, take a look at some of these opportunities and say, find ways that um, we can add up our experiences and, and know that what we're trying to approach each day with is doable, and we have a focus and we work within the guidelines of what we're focused on. You know, we're, we have a passion for something, and we want to then take a look at um, how to uh, approach our, not just our passions, but what makes us feel alive, and, you know, where, where our talents are thriving, looking at a sense of value, how are we able to take what we value and work with it and share it. So that in the whole scene that we're involved with, um, because our precious, our time is precious, and we we look at um, not just the day from a time perspective, we look at it from the energy perspective too. So we want to be looking at not just taking time, but also having a sense of value from ourselves, applying the, the um, time efforts, and um, how do, is our energy being used? Is it something where we feel the value of our energy is acceptable um, for ourselves? And also, does it help uplift others and ourselves? So, there's a, a like a, a whole combination of questions as we go through these these choices. And as we pay more attention to things, um, when we're very uh, conscious, we're paying attention, making choices one by one. And in that process, you're building confidence in yourself. You're taking time and effort. You're building connections. You're building um, a process that um, when you go through everything, it's something that um, is a connection to a lot of different uh, levels, too. And on that note, we're going to take a quick pause and we'll do a D-note here and we will be right back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. 
Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment, for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break. Hit the pause pad button or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Welcome back to Mindful Space, and we're looking at practicing presence with experiences. And there's a lot to be said for um, understanding how we approach um, an experience, how we feel when we go through an experience, and what does it really feel like. Um, a lot of us want to have a sense of value for what we focus on and how we spend our time and our energy. Um, a lot of us have noticed there are ways for us to contribute to the world around us, and we can help to make changes in our um, world environments around us. But really, when we get right down to it, we need to really start by changing ourselves. And as we know, we also um, have a sense of question uh, how much value is doing certain things. Uh, focuses or what is the value of applying different elements of focus and um, it can become quite uh, curious as to how do you value certain things so we sometimes are making choices or paying attention to things that don't really um, add up correctly and we when we look at it, it's really a mistake to spend that time and value uh, focused. But, you know, many, many uh, mistakes are fine, but also it is a, a, an attitude of growing, too, as a maturity of a person trying out different um, choices and having the curiosity to try them. Um, you become more knowledgeable as you go, and you're empowering yourself, you're, you're building your strength. As you go, um, you have memory of certain things that possibly may not have been totally successful. Yeah, but success is a, is a word also that has so many different layers. And when we take a look at how um, that value is from the higher sense, it might be just fine. So um, what we want to do is because we are the first part of the, the ladder focus where we want to change ourselves or make ourselves more uh, durable and focused, um, we need to take care of ourselves. And we know that different experiences that we sometimes, um, when we look at them in hindsight, they can be very painful. They do shape us. They shape our character. They shape our attitudes and our habits. 
And as we progress through um, our life, some of these connections that we've made, um, they've, they've had uh, processes physically and mentally um, where we've had to make choices. And yet um, we address those as we look at ways to take care of ourselves. Um, we're looking at the best practices for ourselves for rest, recovery, and building up strength. So um, when we are basically giving ourselves um, the focus and 100% uh, charge up, sometimes we can overcharge ourselves. Um, our emotional state, our mental state can become overwhelmed. And so we have to remember that we have you know, ourselves to start here, but also we look at the experience and say, okay, well, what is it we're experiencing? And being present, we know that our physical sense might be picking up more uh, damage of um, something that we need to take a look at and make it um, a high priority to bring it back into some balance with our, within ourselves. And when we do that, we're going to find our our um, whole environment change, our, our whole sense of things change, the value changes, some of the activities that we might want to explore actually help with the balance, like you know, going and walking outside in nature. Um, but we have to also be, it's very important that we not ig ignore our basic needs. And we need to have a positive feeling that whatever we are approaching and doing, um, we keep ourselves in that that balance because we're the the whole person part of this effort. And when we are out of balance, then a lot of other things uh, have a difficulty of staying in balance. Some of us are very positive, and we can seemingly get through negative thought and make changes and sometimes we might get overwhelmed too if we take on too much and our self-care is very important when we look at this too and we're looking at nature and trying to balance the the level of the process here too but um, there are certain strategies that might be helpful and when we take a look from an experience perspective, some of it's not quite so um, cut and dried. You know, you, you want to sometimes um, step back a little bit and, you know, check out your GPS system. And I call it the GPS system, but it's more your, your internal gut system um, where you want to follow, you know, how does it feel? And um, from a, a logical perspective, perspective, um, a lot of times if you take the time to listen to your internal voice, um, it will have a lot of information for you, inspirations, some insights. Um, sometimes they might be unique little um, notices to yourself or synchronicities. But for the most part, when you really try to um, step back and, and find a uh, some space that you can, um, it's like mindful space to pause, basically, uh, you can become inspired because um, what you're hearing might be connecting to something that you had a gut feeling for before, but you weren't sure why. And so when we do this and we take time to uh, listen to our inside um, information, um, it's like Steve Jobs said, you can 
you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backward. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. So when you think about you know what you're uh, experiencing and you're maybe not listening when you should, um, if your voice gets bigger and bigger, you get physical um, you know difficulty with certain things, then you're you're trying to your system is trying to tell you something. And so uh, we want to um, slow down enough to take a, a look at what is happening and um, how you're feeling about certain things. And maybe things are too complex or you're, out of step with something. And so um, taking a slower approach, you're going to find more things that are showing up that can help move things along in a smoother way. And as we take a look, you know, everybody's looking for a, a particular experience or they're trying to create an experience for someone else. And so these come back to the uh, attitude of we want to have a great experience. And... Um, what we're wanting to ask ourselves um, is not so much what is the goal, but we want to say what is the experience I'm having with this, whatever. And if you can answer that that you're having an experience that's, you know, what is the the definition or description? Can you put something on that? Um, is it acceptance? Is it love? Is it a feeling? Um, where you're stronger, you're you're more um, connected to higher spirit. Um, you feel more excited about certain things, but um, experiences are what you know. We're human, and they make up um, a lot of components in our life. So there are many things in life that have a price tag, but. Um, there's different experiences that you'll have that could never be attached with money. And um, sometimes we've had a lot of hard work and direct focus, but also our experience, uh, we could never repeat that. And um, so it, it becomes opportunity to be having the connection between the, and the presence of feel, feeling an, a thrill Um yourself from experiencing something that you're just so um, excited about. That's that's like a truly blessing right there. Um, and a lot of times an experience, you know, you're going to find yourself um, opening the door to greater experiences once you start um, down a certain path and um, something that... Um, you know, we don't know sometimes until we're actually having an experience that we're we're we can then step back from it. Um, you know, the the idea here is um, that we sometimes are looking for something and it's right in front of us, and so uh, there's different opportunities that come along too with some of this that maybe we don't uh, connect with until we um, step back and. Some of it can actually change our life, so maybe it changes the direction or how we feel certain things. Um, and so, certain ex you know examples are very specific to each of us, but um, opportunities and experiences are like the um, thought processes. So if you're thinking great thoughts, or you're finding yourself more positive in your thinking. 
that's what it gets attracted also. So it's just like the experiences. Um, you attract different people, more positive people. You're, you're attracting more opportunities. And um, basically, it's like attracts like. So um, in this process, too, there are different contexts of uh, experiences. So it, um, sometimes it takes the time to get away from all the noise. And so um, we're looking for clarity in nature or getting out in nature and um, being present. We're listening to the sounds of the woods or the trail or the crunch and the birds um, crunch of your foot on the, on the path. Um, you're being present. Um, so every situation has uh, an opportunity to be um, helping with an experience. And when we are mindful about and we're proactive with uh, getting ourselves lined up into having an experience, you know, you're going to have a different outcome. So if you ask yourself, what is the greatest experience with the situation? What is the charge that I'm looking for? How can I look at the range of possibilities? And when we take a look at it from a, a different angle, we can look at possibilities and outcomes. And it feels more like we have an opportunity to really make decisions that have um, a positive effect, not on just ourselves, but also anyone related to this event or connection. And when we take a look from a present perspective, um, we're, we're building a courage within ourselves um, that we're saying, okay, this is what we are intending and this is what we're looking for. So we're going to be able to uh, apply action and know that as we apply action, we're making choices. So as the action becomes our activity, then it's really a powerful experience that when we think back a little bit and had we not made these different observations or situation changes, um, that event may not have even been possible. So um, again, we don't know where this is all going to lead, but we also know that as we're taking time to take a look, um, be mindful of the situation and know that we can improve it if we want once we're, we're in that position of um, taking it from an observation perspective and knowing that we can uh, tidy up something or express gratitude and uh, come away with um, an outcome that might not be totally um, clear at the beginning. Uh, James Allen said, a man's mind may be likened to a garden, which may be in intelligently cultivated or allowed to run wild, but whether cultivated or neglected, it must and will bring forth. So whatever we're constantly thinking about, it's like our language. If we're constantly thinking and talking negative to ourselves, we call it, we've, in the past, a lot of people observe and, and talk to themselves in a way that they would never talk with someone else. Um, you know, when we're doing that, we're focusing energy in a different way. And when we make a switch and we become more present, we're looking at something and talking about something in a more of a positive, uh, upbeat process, then we feel better. 
um, our outside reflection of energy also is in a better state. So um, when we think through this process, you know, um, people like to avoid negativity if they can because it is, it's such a heavy feeling. And um, having a, an approach where we want to have experiences that we build upon a positive foundational base, we want to also know that that is possible. So we, we control the opportunity to pay attention but also to uh, design a way to have this um, in a daily way that we feel possibly um, that when we end the day, we're going to have a, a, a total power-packed feeling of value that we've been able to create that day. And it really rolls back to um, our intentions and the flow experiences. So, um Flow is really when we're immersed in a state of energized focus and we're usually in enjoyment of whatever activity we're doing. That um, sometimes requires that we take um, some long hours for success in that. Um, when we deeply focus and are in creative process, uh, sometimes we can begin feeling deeply involved in a, in a zone that's hard to come out of, but um, we also need to know that when we um, have this effort and we're paying attention in our plan, we need to know that we need to um, get some rest and do a little recovery, energy recovery. Um, so it's difficult if our brain is turned on in the morning and goes all day and continues on. Um, it becomes difficult to uh, have positive practice here too because sometimes our brain is not operating in the most refreshed moments uh, that it can have so we need to take more power into the uh, activity and say okay how much time have I spent on this I need to have a break and those pause moments are just so special uh, because it's also not just pausing but also having an opportunity to um, recover and um, usually that has a certain subset. You know, the uh, recommendation is each session that we're in, we focus on maybe an hour and a half and, and come away uh, taking some breaks. And then we come back um, and have much more focused experience. So on a pause note, we're going to take a quick pause and then we will be right back. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. 
Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment, for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break. Hit the pause pad button or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Welcome back to Mindful Space, and we're talking about practicing presence with experiences. And we're talking in terms of um, how experience is also where we're practicing uh, focus and how do we uh, take a look at uh, focus. Uh, It's been interesting. Um, People try to distract from um, some, they feel distracted with a lot of the events going on outside of themselves. And when we really take a look at um, how to become more um, productive, um, you know, it says that uh, employees that have been distracted can also have um, a situation where they're uh, almost distracted every three minutes, but it takes maybe 20 some odd minutes to get back into the um, state of focus after being distracted. So if you have um, a certain focus that you're working with and a flow, um, you're totally immersed in a focus of, of an experience and you're energized about something um, and an activity that you want to be um, really focused on you're you're totally immersed in it so it becomes difficult to go in and out of that state because it is it is kind of a creative zone and when we have that opportunity to be deeply focused it is such a charge um i don't know how many of you have been uh, creatively immersed in something you really enjoy but it becomes difficult to even um, extract yourself for a meal or um, interrupt to go sleep. Sometimes it becomes we're so charged up um, from our whole internal system, um, you know, we don't know what time it is either. So uh, Anders Ericsson said um, he created the term deliberate practice and and said that um, top performers all – have a characteristic where they practice in the morning and they practice maybe three sessions per day, but each of their session focuses were 90 minutes or less. And so what this uh, implies here is that it becomes an opportunity to really be present as we are experiencing certain things. So if, if we want that experience of Um, not just practicing, but also having an outcome of success in an intention perspective on some some, uh, set of 
uh, valuable um, output, we need to have a plan. And we want to um, also have it so that as we're designing our plan, we get the opportunity to list out and to focus on it ourselves and not really just depend upon others to do this um, because they have a different set of um, intentions sometimes. And um, we, as we create our internal state, um, you know, that's our experience. And as we go into this deep state or created creativity, um, when we start looking at our plan for the day and we, we set aside these um, approaches, we need to remind ourselves of that value because it's really very valuable, not just to yourself, but also to your plan and your planned output. So it comes back to questions of really what is our time or energy worth? And when we ever, when, whenever we have a perceived value, um, that's a good thing to keep in mind when you're working on something because you have choices about what are your, what are you focusing on? And when we focus, um, some things go faster and other things come up and distractions um, come along and um, we have to be flexible and um, look at the value of choice of is it the distraction that's going to cost my um, moving out of my state of, of creativity is it what is the cost and also there is um, a, a value that is lost time because it takes time to get back into a state of mind um, so we uh, have to be careful when we make those choices as to it is a state of mind, but and it's not unlimited. It is a limit of time and effort. Um, and then also from a perspective, you know, how do you feel about all of these different things? So when we get um, an opportunity to be um, connecting to our internal self and we, we want to set up um, some space and time and boundaries around that. Um, we don't want to be disconnected, but we also need to manage our other outside um, distraction possibilities like our email, our phone, or social media. And so we want to be able to fully make the dive and, and the immersion into the creative because that's also very restorative and productive. And um, what we come out with this process is um, the work we do and the, the way we feel through this process, we are also very, very refreshed. And that has a whole lot of value. So um, when we look at the possibilities and we're aware of the, the um, process, what are the results, um, it's, it's a very interesting choice level here too. So it does... Um, require courage. You know, a lot of this is courage builders too. So we we find that um, as we're having experiences in these different areas, we're being more innovative. We're um, we have a, a more sense of quality, focus, and choice process. We we really look at um, we are going to be feeling more um, in charge of ourselves and. The, uh, it's interesting, Steve Jobs also said, you have to pick carefully. I'm actually as proud of the things we haven't done as the things I have done. 
innovation is saying no to a thousand things. So um, it takes observation and it takes time and it takes um, a look at um, making a um, focus possibility here for not just focus, but also finding the value of non-focus, having that little bit of downtime and it's actually an uplift time to um, have a pause that we feel uh, rejuvenated. And it's, um, it's a system. It's applying um, concepts and designing yourself, uh, your, your focus, your internal and external uh, reflections, how you look at life. And they might feel very small in the decision prospect, but um, as you make decisions so that you're you're adding to the things that are um, building uh, ways of um, expanding yourself and feeling positive about all of the different elements that you can make changes to because you do control these different things and um, that is where we find that uh, we can stand in the space uh, the zone or the creative space and know that we actually have opportunity. So how do we come along and open up to new experiences? Um, that's something that you know we are uh, wanting to change ourselves and, and part of this is opening ourselves to new change. And um, we can think about um, you know what's stopping us and maybe listen to our internal um, information you know, guidance and analyze some of it. Some of it might be self-created, but uh, for the most part, you know, we, we probably already know some of the uh, areas, but we want to really understand what is our comfort zone and what that means, what is comfortable for us. But we also want to be able to step outside of our comfort zone and find new ways to step forward on and feel about it being solid um, and good choice area. Um, we want to attain go certain aspects. We might call them goals or focuses, but we want to say, okay, these are the things that are important for me. I want to have this focus and feel that I've gotten somewhere at the end of this period. Um, we know that sometimes we, that, Basically, we have to learn, and learning is part of the experience. And we have to remind ourselves that we may not start along the way as we get started here. To, we may not even know some of the things that we're going to learn, but we're being open and we're, we're starting out as a beginner. We're not limiting ourselves by the things that we don't know, but we're choosing to say, oh, I'm, I'm open to... Um, to learning something and um, we also are in the position that what we're doing is good for ourselves and so we know that our happiness and our good feelings and we're going to be motivated and we remind ourselves that good things um, that's part of the definition and the flow the state of mind of flow happens when we're engaged with something so if we're losing track of time, you know, something 
may not be connecting correctly, but we want to be able to enjoy that feeling of being entirely immersed because that also, we know that we have curiosity and we're, we're reminding ourselves that with that curiosity, we're also learning something and we feel good about something. So it's a big uplift feeling. And when we have certain things happening, sometimes we have to repeat them. It's not so much we have to repeat them because we've done something wrong. It's more change of behavior. So we're in the process of change. That requires practice. And when we're practicing something, each time we practice, we're going to learn something possibly new about something. And then we can build upon it. Um, when we have anxiety about certain things, if we can let those go and just know that it's also doable and we're opening ourselves to new experiences, we're opening ourselves and we're being guided because of it being um, a, a really good feeling for what we're accomplishing too. So in that guidance and that possibility, um, we look at all of this opportunity of um, discovering things that, we, that truly matter to us. And when we are discovering truly mattered items, more things will open up and more possibilities open up. And so some of it is very, rather um, possible that we may not know what's going to come along. And some of it might be totally a surprise, but um, we're not fearing the failure potential. We're looking at it that we're learning. And so we're opening to more learning as we move ourselves along. And as we reflect on ourselves um, in the learning mode, we're learning from this. And uh, when we take opportunities to think about what matters to us and we're mindful of our choices, we can also see that we're um, possibly changing patterns and we're becoming more courageous in how we um, go forward. We're understanding more about ourselves and what we want in life and also making better choices. And in the hindsight of moments I've missed, this is where a lot of things show up. But we also know that things that we have to learn from nature are limitless and we can learn from um, a lot of other events too. And so really, we're starting this fascinating journey. Um, we are the creator of our choices. Here's a poem I wrote that speaks to this focus. When I open my eyes, I see love flows freely through me. When I open my ears, I hear floating songs of melody. When I open my feelings, I ensure I am truly connected. When I open my voice, I share my vocal light everywhere. When I tune to my sense of smell, I'm enveloped in dancing aromas. When I open my full heart, I know I'm made of a lot of parts. And with this mindful sensing, I find the creator is simply in me. So um, this has to do with pausing and uh, sensing and discovery. And we know that we are the creator in all of this process. So I'm going to pause with my deed note and um, have a very delightful uh, adventure.
Thank you for joining us this week on Mindful Space to Pause. Tune in every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition featuring your host, Dee Lee, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you next time.